0: Hello everyone. Hi, Um, good morning, good afternoon or good evening wherever you are. Uh, Thanks for joining the stream. So today we are going to be talking all about camper vans. Um, So if you watched the stream on alternative living, you would know that this is one of the alternative uh, lifestyle options. In that stream, we also talked about tiny homes and sailboats. Today is all about camper vans. Um, So why am I talking about this? Um, Just about a little over a year ago, I bought a van with my partner and we decided to convert a camper van. So we bought a completely empty van and we went through the process of building this Now, my partner, he had some experience uh, building things and doing projects like this. Uh, Me, not so much. So I learned a lot in the process. um, And I must say that it's not quite done yet. But today, what I would like to do is to teach you a bit about the process that we went through to build a camper van. And we can discuss if that's something that interests you, um, something that you'd ever consider doing, And if not, uh, but you'd still like to try it without having to build it yourself, I'll um, give you some ideas of where you could go and try that. So come say hi in the chat. Let me know where you're from. Um, If you haven't seen one of my streams yet, my name's Emily. I am from Canada, uh, from Vancouver, the West Coast, and currently I am traveling in the Dominican Republic. Cool, all right, so let's talk about building a camper van. So what could we say is a camper van exactly? Well, it's like in this picture, this is one of the most famous um, types of camper vans, the VW, um, and it's basically just a large motor vehicle with living accommodation. It will usually sit at least two people and also sleep at least two people, but there are variations for a single person, Um, with a very small bed up to a whole family that could be living in a van. Um, We've seen a huge range. Uh, Maybe you've seen the hashtag on different social media, hashtag van life. Um, That's where you would see a lot more about this lifestyle um, and the options that are out there. Okay. So let's see here. I would like to know, have you ever taken a trip in a camper van? Um, So maybe if it's not a camper van, it could be a trailer. So that's something that you pull behind a vehicle. Um, Or an RV is what you would call a larger camper van. So especially if you are somewhere in North America, maybe you've seen these very large RVs and that stands for recreational vehicle. Okay. So, most of our group here has not ever taken a trip in a camper van. So, they have not. Um, Maybe you've been camping or you've done something else uh, kind of similar, but not quite this. So, everyone's no. So, we have lots of people to learn today about what is this. Um, And during the stream, if there's ever any word that you're not sure of, uh, please... um, Put it in the chat and I will help you with the vocab. But hopefully, it's all making sense. So I would now like to know, would you like to try? um, And for how long? Because some people might say, okay, I'll do it for a weekend. Not really that keen. Um, Some people would say, totally. uh, I would love this lifestyle. I'll live in it. And it might not be for everyone. Um, so however much I've, I have loved it, I know that um, there's definitely cons as well to uh, trying to live in a camper van or traveling for a long time in a camper van. So I'll give you guys a moment. And let's see who we have in the chat. Um, so Nadia from Ukraine, Amal Yemen. Yana from Ukraine as well, someone from Germany, Um, Christian from Colombia. Awesome. Okay, so none of you have, most of you have not tried it yet, Um, but also the most of you said you would try it for at least a weekend. So that's great. I think um, even if it might not be quite your thing, (laughs) it's always nice to be open to try new things. Also, with camper vans, even if you are someone who enjoys a bit more luxury, you would be surprised how comfortable and uh, luxurious camper vans can be. Um, There's a wide, wide range from the most simple to the most comfortable and luxurious um, and everything in between. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to go through a few of the steps. If you've been watching streams for a while, you might notice that um, our streams are getting a little bit longer. That's the idea. We're intending for them to be a bit longer now. So if you can only join for part of the stream, no problem. Come back and watch it again later. So the first point is budget. So I've used U.S. dollars here um, just because a lot of the information online um, and blogs is coming out of the U.S. where this is ex- an extremely popular lifestyle. So what is this going to cost you? I mean, of course, it depends on many factors uh, how expensive the van will be. So things like um, the age, the mileage, um, is it new? These are the kind of things you need to think about. Um And then for the conversion, uh, this could be a huge range as well. Um, Some of the biggest factors will be the electrical system. So solar and batteries cost a lot. Um, It will also cost you a lot if you you need to use the help of professionals. So for the electrical system or for the plumbing system, if... um, you don't know how to do this, you don't have a friend who can do this, and um, you don't have time to learn through YouTube or something else, then maybe you are gonna be using professionals and that can be very expensive depending on where you live and what is the cost of labor. So something to keep in mind. So you've kind of got a bit of a budget together now. Um, The next thing you need to decide is what type of van. Um, So what kind of van are you going to look for? So I mentioned it a little bit before, but if it's new um, or if it's older, so how many kilometers or miles it has on it um, will matter. Certain brands have a bit of a better resale value potential too so in the picture is a mercedes sprinter van these are known to really hold their value and also to be able to run for a really long time on the same engine um so there seem to be very durable vehicles so um even though you're just at the start of your journey, I think it's important to have um, an eye to resell value unless you think you're never going to sell this. Um, but it can be important to consider what will I be able to get for this at the end after you put in all your work. So um, another thing I'd like to mention here is that let's say you found a really good deal. Uh, there's a van for just a thousand bucks but the problem is, Maybe it needs $10,000 of work put into it. So if you aren't uh, very knowledgeable about mechanics, car mechanics, uh, then I would certainly have the vehicle looked at and decide if you have the skills to do the work. If you don't, you might want to spend the money up front on a newer van um, so that you do not have so many problems. But things can always happen um another thing to consider here for the size is that some vans will be very short so you won't be able to stand up which might be okay depending on how you're using it uh you might want something that you can stand up in so that you, when you're cooking um it's comfortable and of course it'll depend on how tall you are for how high of a van you need. So mine, for instance, uh, after we built the floor and the ceiling is about six one, six two 6'2", maybe inside. So six feet, two inches. And finally, for this point, how many people will be traveling with you? Okay, so next one. I would like to know as you were deciding your layout, what would be some of the key considerations for you? So think about things like um, how many people, do you want a kitchen? Do you want a full bathroom? So not everyone puts a full shower in there. Um, Let me know, what would be the most important for your layout? Let's see who else we have in the chat while I wait. Um, Fariba from Turkey. Handley from Russia. Chrissy also from Germany. Vico from Mexico. Andres from Spain. Fernando from the Galapagos. Awesome. Um, and Bernabé is talking about in how he's a musician and sometimes traveling in a van. Um, Bernabé, you said, I think it's very thin. So I'm not sure what you mean there. Um, Maybe you mean short. Thin is so thick would be like wide is thick. And then thin would be this way. But maybe you're talking about um, it being a short uh, version. Some Mercedes vans are tall. There's a super tall version. And same with like a Ford Transit or a Dodge ProMaster. There's different um, types. Someone's asking, is it a good idea to travel in a camper van with small children about one years old? Yeah, I've seen plenty of people on social media traveling with children. The most important thing would be then for your layout to have enough safe seating for um, at least three people if you have one child. And that seat would need to be um, with a car seat attached to it. So That would be something, then, if you have children, to take into consideration. Maybe you want the longer version of the van, too, because you want a little bit more space, since some of your space is taken up by a seat. Um, Cool. So people are all answering here. Someone's saying a key consideration would be the food. Yeah, so considering if you're going to have a fridge, how are you going to cook? Where are you going to store all your dry food too, cupboards? Um, Someone said it must have a bathroom. Yeah, kitchen, shower, thinking about how many people are going to be in there, having a good bed, totally. Beds are very important for me too. So we got a really nice foam and memory foam mattress, and it's excellent. So um, you can have a very comfortable bed in a camper van and different spaces. Okay. Cool. Lots of ideas. So these these are the kind of things that when I was thinking about doing this, I was watching YouTubes and uh, Instagram and different things to try to see what were other people doing and then reflecting on what did I want. Okay. So Mm -hmm. yeah, someone said my picture is frozen. Hopefully it's okay now if you can still hear me. Let's go to the next one and see if that's okay. Okay, so layout. So this is a bit about what I was asking you guys. So these are the key questions. Will you be working in it? You can see in the picture here, there's no workspace um, unless they're gonna work from the bed maybe. So this wouldn't really be a van that would work for someone who is working on the road. How many people will sleep in it? Do you want a bathroom and shower? Um, In this one in the picture, we don't see a shower, but maybe they have one out the back um, that they can use outside. Or maybe they have a toilet that's hidden away. And then storage needs. So are you going to um, be surfing? Do you need somewhere to put your surfboard? Are you going to... um, I don't know bring your guitar different things like this you might need to think about where are they going to go if that is a key um, item for you and there's different styles when you start to look around so this picture has a raised bed so underneath would be storage but there's other people who aren't so worried about that storage space and they will instead have a bed which maybe converts into a seating area um, this is kind of you. Just got to play with some ideas and think about how will I use it day to day. Um, so for us to give you an idea about how long this took, um, we did a lot, a lot of planning, um, but the work itself was probably about three months of work, um, and it's still not quite done. <laughs> we just wanted to get on the road, so it's a big undertaking, and the earlier you can start, the better. Okay. So let's see here. Next one. Um, Okay. So stealth van camping. So this is something else you may think about as you're looking at your designs. So if you're going to be using your van quite a bit in cities, um, you might want to have something which would be a stealth van uh, build. And so this word stealth means kind of a cautious, unobtrusive, so unnoticeable um, and secretive way of moving. Um, So in this case, we can see the van has no windows. It's not obviously been converted into a camper van. Um, And so some people might decide that this is the most important thing for them is that it doesn't look like a home. It just looks like a delivery van, for instance. Um, So what do you do next? So as I said, we started planning a lot in advance. Um, One of the reasons for this in particular is because so many people are trying this lifestyle now and interested in doing this. Um, So a lot of the materials are going out of stock. So for instance, I think our fridge took four months to come. The toilet, we have a compost toilet, took... I think three or four months as well. So we ordered these things long before we planned to be doing the build. Um, so if you are certain about using certain, certain things in your build, start as soon as possible and start uh, buying those things and maybe keeping it in a corner of your garage or wherever you will be working on your van. Um, Otherwise, it can be very frustrating, especially if you have a timeline when you want to be on the road. Um, Things just aren't coming. So the next thing you'll do, you have the van now, you have the layout, you're going to start getting everything out of the van that you don't want. Um, Maybe you've bought bought a completely empty van, but usually there will at least be um, some sort of flooring. Um, that you need to take out. And depends on what the van was used for before. Maybe it was a delivery van or um, maybe it's a new van. So that will depend on how much you have to do. And then the cuts. So it's very nerve wracking. You can see in the picture here, the, the guy is using what's called a jigsaw. So a jigsaw allows you to go around curves easily um, to cut out where the window will be installed. Uh, So for our van, we cut holes for uh, two windows, a fan on the roof, a skylight, and I believe that's it. So there was four holes we had to cut. Um, And actually, a fifth one, there was a second fan. Um, Always very nerve-wracking when you're cutting through a vehicle. Uh, You can't go back on that. Okay, the next one is insulation. So if you live somewhere that gets extremely hot or cold, or you think that you'll be traveling through different regions, uh, insulation is extremely important. Um, So for us, we decided to use something similar to the picture, which is a natural insulation wool, uh, like from a sheep. Um, But there's all sorts of different insulation that you can use. And so you're gonna wanna use this on the ceiling the walls, and the floor. And uh, one other thing to consider is that the thicker your insulation is, the less room you will have to stand. Um, So you might put a lot of insulation in um, and then a thick floor and ceiling, but this will affect how much standing room there is. Okay, so we're halfway now through the steps that I have. Um, I just wanted to check if there's any questions at this point. Um, It's a lot of information. Maybe there's some vocab. Uh, Maybe you have some questions about what's been said so far. Hopefully, I'm giving you some interesting ideas about um, what this van life thing is all about. All right. I'll go into the chat for a moment. Um, Someone said that dad has a transit which is fine yep so trans the ford transits still will be different um heights for those as well and they're also good and um reliable vehicles and pam from vietnam yeah so with building the span for me i as i said i'd never done anything like this before um but i really liked that because it gave me the opportunity to learn something new. <clears throat> okay, so I think no questions for now, but at any point, please feel free to pop them in the chat. Um, cool, so our next stage now, we've done our installation, we got our layout, we're gonna start to build the frame. So um, at this stage, before right before this, I would take some tape and I would mark out Uh, any of the areas that um, I'm planning to build. So for instance, I would mark out, where's the kitchen going to be? Where's the bed going to be? And I would start to walk around the space and think, how did that feel? Um, In the picture here, we can see that uh, he's building the shower. Um, So he's framing around where the shower will go. This is also a good time to decide where your light switches will go where do you want lights Um, so obviously not the areas that are covered by um, cupboards maybe up top Um, so all these sort of like user uh, questions need to start being decided now it's possible to decide them later but it will just be a lot harder um, to make changes at a later time okay so floors and walls is the next thing but Um, this is, I would only do this after if you're using expensive materials, floors. If the flooring you got is relatively inexpensive, I would put it down first, um, because it's going to make it a lot easier to just build on top of that, rather than having to make cuts for the floor to fit around everything else. Um, Another downside of putting the floors in first, and then if you're building other things, is of course you'll lose headroom. So it all depends on the thickness of these materials and what headroom you ultimately need. So headroom, standing room. Um, But yeah, for us, we did it after, um, but many, many times I wish we had just done it all before because it would have been a lot easier. Um, Lots of small little cuts. Okay. So solar and electricity, this is gonna be one of the largest costs. Um, And the cost is gonna depend on how much solar um, and how many batteries do you want. Um, And also there's gonna be a cost for quality of these items. Um, So before you start setting this up, and purchasing all the components, you need to figure out how much power do you need? So do you want to be able to run a blender, for instance? Um, How many appliances will you have running at all times? So for example, um, the fridge, or you might have your water pump going. Uh, How much energy do the lights take? So these are the kind of, Uh, calculations you need to consider before you decide on your electrical setup. Um, And this could be one of those stages where you decide to hire a professional if you don't have the skills. Um, Even if you do it yourself, you might want to have a professional look it over to give you comfort that it is uh, not going to start a fire (laughs) or something, something bad like that um for us um uh my partner was kind of knowledgeable about this somehow and he watched a lot of youtube so he managed to put it all together um but yeah if you're not confident i would i would definitely hire a professional for this so The next one is the plumbing and water system. So one of the people in their layout said they definitely would want to have a bathroom. Um, So in our van, we do have a hot water shower. So we have a hot water tank in the back and we have a water tank, which is about 25 gallons or 95 liters. So we decided that we wanted to have uh, the shower inside. Um, If you're gonna be mostly using your van places like the beach uh, and in warm climates, it might be possible to just have a shower off the back of the van. And so you would just use it with the doors open right there. I've seen that a lot as well. You need to question whether you want to go off-grid. So I'll explain what that is in a moment and think about how many people will be living in your van. So how much water do you need? So this word off-grid, I've mentioned it couple of times it's known as some different um terms as well maybe you've heard boondocking um, dispersed camping or dry camping it means that you're not going to be staying at a campsite where they provide a hookup so they're giving you electrical water and sewage so sewage is for your toilet so for you to be able to go off grid you need to be self-sustaining for electrical water and sewage. You don't need to hook up somewhere. Um, The next option is gas. So some people install a refillable gas canister. Some people do a a stove like this. In our van, we decided to just run off uh, solar and electrical for our kitchen. The reason is that once you get below Mexico, it's very difficult to find and refill these gas canisters in the rest of Latin America. If you find them, it can be very expensive. And so we decided to just put more money into the electrical system so that we could cook using like a hot plate um, or an instant pot. Um, So we do not have gas in our van, but if you were keeping it in North America or keeping it in Europe, then definitely is a good option. And finally, so this is where maybe we haven't finished everything for ours, The things to make it your own. Um, Paint for the cupboards. We put some nice tiling, a little bit similar to this, across the back of the kitchen, um, but there's still several things we would like to do. Um, there's, there's a ton of really creative people out there. If you have a look again on social media and YouTube, go have a look um, at the hashtag van and see all these really cool and creative ideas. Okay, so I would like to know. So I hadn't really before, um, but have you ever built something? So maybe it's your job, you're a carpenter. (laughs) Um, Maybe you've done some projects around the house. So remodeled the bathroom or built a deck um, out the back. Is it something you'd like to try or it's not really for you? So don't want to do it. Yeah, for me, as I said, I had never done it, but it was a really good opportunity to learn some skills, which I think will come up again. So I'm sure there'll be some time when I'm looking to remodel a room in my apartment or house at some stage and having a bit of confidence with power tools and um, how systems work in a house like the electrical and the plumbing. Um I feel like it's good life knowledge too. So, (laughs) cool. Yeah, so we have most people saying no, but they'd like to try. Yeah, there's always ways to start small. (laughs) Um, Maybe find a project in your house and then watch. There's so much out on YouTube and other corners of the internet where you can learn how to do different projects um some other people saying they've done projects around the house um just one person's job and one person saying nah so they would the person saying no probably prefers to um hire someone to help them in projects or maybe they have a partner or family member who can help them with these projects so not their thing cool all right so this when you're doing projects on your own it's called diy maybe you've heard that before do it yourself um, so this is any you're doing kind of a project, uh, usually related to construction, also can be related to crafting. Um, but that's what this is all called. So let's go through some pros and cons now um, of doing the build yourself. Is the conversion time, the lack of skills, do you have a place to work on the van? So for us, um, we had been living in Europe before, so we built the van in Canada, and we stayed at different family members' houses um, where sometimes they were lending us tools and assistance. So for us, if we didn't have those family members to stay with, it would have been very tricky. Um, And then the cons of being in a van in general, there's a kind of stigma. I think people might say, oh, you live in a van, Um, you know, that's weird. Why are you doing that? The con also could be showering if you don't put a a plumbing system in. So how are you gonna deal with that? There's no privacy necessarily. Um, If you live with someone else particularly, it's a small space. You're always on the move and there's a huge lack of storage. So these are just some of the topics of uh, why it might be a con to build and to live in a van. And what are some of the pros? So minimalism, saving money, New skills, and by building it yourself, you're going to get a customized vehicle that totally meets your exact needs, um, which is pretty cool. And so, I guess, in the end, for me, I'd like to say it's totally worth it. Um, Here in my picture is uh, myself in the van. In this picture, I'm in Guatemala. and so our van as you can see is the sprinter we chose the tall not the extra tall van and it's the long wheelbase but there's one that's a bit longer so I think um I think this one's 23 feet long um or I'm not sure I think it's like almost six meters maybe um and Yeah, you can see on the back of the van, there's like a little pop-out. The reason we did that is because we wanted to be able to sleep sideways. And so we got uh, those pop-outs installed. And that works for us because then it gives more room in the rest of the van to have the kitchen. Um, We have a bathroom with the compost toilet and shower. And we also have kind of a working space or... Eating space with a bench and a table. So there's a lot inside here. You can see I'm to the left of the van, so it gives you an idea of the scale there. Um, so it's not always easy, but I, I would say the memories of building the van along with now traveling in the van um, are 100% worth it. So if you'd like to try it, and um, it is not something you don't necessarily want to build one. I would recommend trying to rent a van first. Um, I think there's some sites, maybe it's called Outdoorsy or something. It's like an Airbnb of renting vans. Um, otherwise, many countries will have options. Um, another thing to do would be to just simply get your vehicle and put a mattress in it and try to go do some a weekend camping and see how it goes. Um and it doesn't have to be a huge van like we have. The reason we went with such a big van is because we're traveling for a long time in it and we wanted it to be comfortable like an apartment. And it is, it's totally comfortable. I don't feel like it's um, limiting in it way anyway uh, for, for how we want to live. So yeah, that's it for today. Um, I hope you've learned a little bit and maybe I've inspired you to go and... Check out what people are up to, or um, maybe you think something that you want to try for your weekend. Like I said, many countries, there's different rentals around. Um, You can rent different sizes with your kids, just with your partner on your own um, and go try it out. And then let me know how it goes. Come back into the chat for one of these days. And I'd love to hear. Cool. So I think that's it for us today. And I will see you all soon. Take care. Bye.